You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. everybody welcome into another exciting episode of the filthy fantasy football show safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there as always it's your boys king josh josh the king big round fantasy fish what the fuck is going on y'all how's it going not alan robinson that's what's going on <laughs> nor cam Akers. give it give it some time give it some time i'm Maybe gonna chalk it up Akers, to but it, but at least <laughs> at least robinson they had 60 fucking minutes, Rome. It's not enough. It's not enough. Allen Robinson was open on like every fucking play. They've got okay. huge problems right now with the offense. It's that O-line. Line. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That was. Uh... So there was a football game tonight, if you want to. Or last night, if you want to call it that. There was a game. It wasn't good. I mean, it started. It had a start and an end. It was there. It was pretty good for a little while. There were some good. I will say people in it too. A lot of good. If go ahead, I was just gonna say a lot of good good fantasy production out of it. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. like if you're a Rams fan, just expected. be happy. Just be happy that you won a championship last year. Whoa, whoa! This is my Super Bowl pick. It's gonna be fine. They are gonna fine. figure it out. They were my prediction to be bad. That was my surprise <laughs> bad team. I also said one of us were going to be maybe bad, right. but it's definitely <laughs> going to be one or the other. <laughs> Dude, what's up? Jalen Ramsey's just like the nicer version of Eli Apple. Dude was getting cooked all night. I yeah. yeah. To be fair, I mean, fucking Diggs is good receivers. Dope. Yeah, and Allen is dope. I'm not going to say Gabe Davis. And in all honesty, I'd sell the shit out of him right now. Yeah. He actually didn't look that good. He, he, you're going to get prime dollar for him because he scored, what, 18 points or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, he had one touchdown in that big pass play, which was really what gave him so many points. He did have right. like so that's what seven, I'm saying six or seven targets. Him. Not bad. The only thing that, like, I was actually, I saw on Twitter this morning a lot of people like freaking out about Allen Robinson and Cam Akers. Cam Akers, I'm not, Fish, you and I were kind of talking about it on Twitter a little bit where it's like, I think you just kind of hold and wait because I don't think you can trade it for anything. And I'm not really actively pursuing acres. But with Robinson, I will say this. Robinson had two targets. Only one really counts because the last one was just kind of like a heave to the end zone. But Higby got 11 targets. So I think it's just like, eh, it, it's going to balance out. And then, like, especially like if Van Jefferson can come back healthy and they get the guy that can take off the top end of the defense. You know, it's fine. It'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the O-line. That's they, the they need to fix the O-line for sure. And also, I mean, you look at that defense that Buffalo's got. I Look, I thought they were good. I didn't know they were that good. They looked fucking great. They looked great. Yeah. All they, all quadrants of that shit looked great. D-line. They didn't. Linebackers. They didn't blitz. DBs. Yeah, they didn't blitz, and they put seven sacks on fucking Stafford. They I put four four down linemen, put seven in coverage, and they sacked Stafford seven times. Yeah. 
All right. Anyways, moving on. Let's talk about some AFC football games and get you guys finished up for the week one fantasy football. Beautiful. So excited. First off, let's go ahead and take a look at the Pittsburgh Steelers going to the Cincinnati Bengals. Vegas has the over under at 44 and a half with Cincinnati favored at minus six and a half. Pigs can pick them. I am definitely taking the Bengals. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I, I want to say the Bengals. I need to see a little more. Like, Pittsburgh is historically always competitive. Now, the last time they played, it was 41 to 10 in favor of the Bengals. But, again, I, I need to see it. I want to make sure that last year wasn't just a fucking fluke. So, I'm going to go ahead and just... I'm going to be the contrarian, and I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Steelers take the I dub. like it. Spicy. That's super spicy. I think the Bengals are the real deal. Whether they have to pe- to run or pass, they'll be able to do either one. I'm picking the Bengals. Yeah, well, I mean, news for the, the Steelers. Deontay Johnson banged up shoulder. They said he's a full go for tomorrow, but I'm a little bit worried just because, you know, Potentially subpar quarterback play. O-line's got a new look. And then you got a wide receiver saying that his shoulder, you know, he's going to do everything he can to make sure that he plays a full game on Sunday. I'm a little bit. Would you guys, are you comfortable starting DJ? I mean, I think you have to. You probably drafted him as your wide receiver one or two. Yeah, but I don't like any kind of issues going in. Plus, is this guy is kind of fucking weak as shit like he he always got hurt last year even the year before that this fucking guy he's brittle he gets hurt he gets banged up he he just he may not lose full games but he loses time in games yeah i agree i'm not super worried because i think you'll get enough time out of him per game but you do he'd be so much more productive if he played the whole damn game He's so hard to roster because he's kind of a little guy. He's like 5'10", 5'11", and he's under 200 pounds. But he's so he's so good at route running. He is such a good wide receiver, but you know, hopefully he stays healthy. So on the Pittsburgh Steelers side, you know, you're obviously starting Najee. I think you might be forced to play DJ, but I think if you can pivot, I'd probably pivot <laughs> just to be on the safe side. I think Fryermuth is interesting this week, though, for the tight end. He's going to probably get a lot of uh, Luke Wilson, which could be tough. He's a linebacker. Sorry, he's a linebacker from Cincinnati. I think it's, he's a great cover guy. Yeah. I like that defensive lineman the fucking Bengals have. Hendrickson? Hendricks? That's oh, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Other side of the ball, you're playing Joe Burrow, playing Mixon, uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Playing everybody. What about Hurst? You guys playing Hurst? Hell yeah, I'm playing Hurst, sometimes out of necessity, but that doesn't matter. I think he's going to be great. Uh, I wouldn't want to play him, but I'd, if he was like my tight end, like Rome, Rome's high on him, and if he's like the only tight end on your roster, I don't think it's terrible, but it could be better. Now, you probably drafted Tyler Boyd to be like your four, you know fourth wide receiver so on your bed. Are you guys okay with playing Boyd, or is it kind of like you want to see how the offense shakes out, just too many mouths to feed? Yeah, too many mouths, I think. There's a lot of mouths. But Tyler Boyd's a great pick in case one of these guys in front of him gets hurt because he is a good receiver. He's shown us that Agreed. Okay, moving on. Got the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Houston Texans. 
Vegas has the over under 45 and a half. Colts are favored at minus seven. Give me the Colts despite no Shaq Leonard. I think the Colts are going to be really good this year. I like the Colts a lot this year. I couldn't agree with you more. I think Indianapolis takes this one. There's almost no doubt in my mind they're going to they're going to pound sand. They got so much better. I don't think people realize how much better they got with fucking Matt Ryan. Yeah, like Matt Ryan I, I, is so I don't solid. think people are giving him credit. People are saying that the Colts are about the same with Matt Ryan as they were with Carson Wentz. And those people are fucking idiots. They don't know what they're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> because Matt Ryan is substantially better than Carson Wentz. Matt Ryan is a hall of potential. He, he probably might make the Hall of Fame. Carson Wentz is a guy that's going to be a backup quarterback in like two years. Fuck, maybe even next year. Yeah. I mean... Fuck, might be even this it. year. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's not going to be a backup to Heineke. Knock it off. <laughs> no, Sam Howell. Off the bench. God damn it. Oh. All right. I don't know if that'll happen, but he's close. <laughs> Cold side of the ball. Are you guys, like, if you if you punted the quarterback position, you cool with playing Matt Ryan this week? It's a good matchup. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't mind I love Matt Ryan in two quarterback leagues because you probably got oh, him, like, way late. And he's probably going to be substantially better than some of the, those other late round quarterbacks. I like I like Matt Ryan in two quarterback or even DFS. He might be a sneaky DFS play because I don't think a lot of people are going to be picking him up. And his God, he's probably only like I don't know, probably like one of the bare minimum price quarterbacks in DFS. Uh, yeah, I think you play this guy Jonathan Taylor. I hear he's pretty good at football. Nah, actually, Garbage. you know, you know, it's in a plus matchup and. Uh, the head coach, fuck's his name. Who's the Colts coach? What's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Anyways, there you go. He was saying that if he was playing fantasy football, he would draft gladly draft Naheem Hines. You think he's like flexible, a little sexy, sexy flexy this year for this week? Yeah, I think he's carved out a little role for himself. I think he he earned that last year. The guy's got, he's really fucking good, and he's good out of the backfield. Like he can catch passes. He's going to bring a different element to the game that, that JT's not going to bring. Yeah, I agree. I think you could flex him if you wanted to. I also think that he's like super fast and explosive. So he's, you know, not only does he have a decent floor, not the best floor, but his upside's pretty huge because he could break one off pretty easily. Yeah, but, you know, Heinz, you know, he's a good third down back. He could easily, what, six carries for, like, 30 yards and maybe, like, five catches for 50 yards, possibly a touchdown? Yeah, I could see yeah, that and, pretty and he could and he could break one off, That's like, yeah. just on top of that. Well, know? like you said, he's stupid fast. You know, if he if he yeah. catches, like, a wheel route on the side and no one sees him, next thing you know, he takes it 46 yards for a touchdown. He's a shifty little bastard, too, you know, so. Dude, those tiny Darren Sproles-esque backs, those little guys, man, they're hard to see. Yeah. You get all that man meat between the O and D line. You can't see him. I <laughs> uh, play Michael Pittman. Are you guys waiting on Paris Campbell, Alec Pierce? Kind of wanted to see what happens. I would. I wouldn't be waiting on Paris Campbell, but Pierce, yeah. Pierce is definitely yeah. a hold in both redraft and dynasty, obviously, because yeah, but yeah. Uh, Mo Alley Cox, don't play him yet. <laughs> I know they paid him, but just. Eh. Other side of the ball, you play Cooks. You know, actually, I, I did want to bring up Brevin Jordan. He's probably on your waiver wire, but he's the tight end that's actually kind of interesting to me, um, especially if you punted the position. 
Because last year, um, you know, he actually kind of came along. He actually had a couple decent games, especially towards the end of the year. You know, I'm looking at a stat line. Uh, week 14, four catches, 26 yards and a touchdown. Week 12, three for 23 and a touchdown. So, I mean, maybe worth looking for bye week filler, especially because not a lot of pass catching options over there in Houston. Um, Damian Pierce, if you drafted a couple like, you know, like a month ago, you probably got him pretty late and you don't have to play him. But I don't know about you guys, but me personally, I don't really want to play him this week. I know he's got all that fantasy love and all the Twitter love and things like that. But I don't know, man, like you can be the best running back in football. But if you're behind, you're not running the ball. And the Colts have a great D. They're probably going to be ahead most of the game. I don't know. What what are your thoughts on uh, Damian Pierce? I mean, I think he's uh, he he's looked good in the preseason against backups. I want to see what he can do before I really am comfortable starting him. I want to see what this fucking guy can do against a real live fucking NFL defense. And the I, I see I'm, I'm the same way. I want to see it. Some people may have drafted him late, like you know last weekend, and kind of be forced to play him. But I want to see it first. Like Rome said, played good in the preseason, but this is also a really good defense. So it's like it's it's a good true test for him. If he could, if he could get seventy five yards and a touchdown in this game, I think he'll be something something good for all season long. Yeah, well, I mean, um, the implied point total Vegas thinks that fucking the Texans are only going to score about sixteen points, so. And to be, you know, Vegas is rarely wrong. <laughs> Just an FYI, if you're... Yeah, they get pretty pretty damn close, usually. There's a reason why Vegas isn't broke and everyone else is. All right. Moving on. New England Patriots taking on the Miami Dolphins. Vegas has the over-under at 46. Miami favored at minus three and a half. I actually like the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, especially, goddamn, this preseason... Patriots couldn't get shit going, even against backups. Like, I think New England might be in trouble. So I, I take I mean, Miami. I think man. that's, I don't know. I think that's all just New England being New England. They're going to still be good. Maybe losing McDaniel hurts. I don't know. I know they've thrown a lot of like weird, <clears throat> like guys who aren't offensive guys on the offensive side of the ball. Maybe that's fucking, fucking with them. I don't know. All that being said, I'm going Miami. I'm still sticking with Miami's probably going to win the East. And we're going to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take Miami in this one as well. I'm with Rome. I'm not too concerned about New England yet. Like, we'll see how they do. But I think Miami will be able to win this game. So the fish likes the fish. <laughs> um, Have to. New England side of the ball, I... I mean, Hunter Henry, maybe, you know, especially if you, you know, just looking for touchdown upside on a tight end. But what do you do about uh, Stevenson or Harris? You know, um, you cool playing either of them, playing both of them? I'm cool with Harris. I like Harris. I'm still a Harris guy. I'm a Harris honk until until proven otherwise. I kind of agree. Um, I'm I'm okay with Stevenson also, though, but we didn't see Harris in the preseason because he's going to be the starter. Mm-hmm. What about the wide receivers? Devontae Parker, they just brought in. Jacoby Myers kind of established, established himself as kind of like a little PPR go-to guy. I'm I'm interested in, Par- in Parker 
not necessarily this week. It's it's not a great week because I think Miami's defense, for one, is they have a very very good secondary, and it's just it's going to be rough. Yeah, I don't want to start any receivers here either. They are going to be interesting. I I play Hunter Henry, hope for a touchdown. That's what he's good for. Uh, for mm-hmm. in terms of Ramondre Stevenson, or fine, even Damian. Would you rather play Harris against Miami, or Damian Pierce against uh, the Colts? Harris, Harris, Damian Harris, or is Rashad Penny playing? Yeah, yeah. And I'd probably play Penny. You play Penny. I mm-hmm. I think I'm going to take Penny also. Okay. Just trying to get like a little price check over there on Harris. I mean, well, could be bad. Could be good. You never know. Other side of the ball, Miami. I love Chase Edmonds. I, I think he's gonna I think he's like a sneaky, sneaky fantasy play this year. You know, he's he's unsexy, but he's getting drafted in like the seventh, eighth round. And goddamn, I think he's gonna especially in PPR, half PPR. I love Edmonds. Yeah. I think he's gonna be great. And he's gonna get even better once Mostert gets hurt. He's probably already yeah. hurt. He's hurt he right now. Is. He hurt his foot. He's hurt just... at your comment. His <laughs> feelings just got hurt by your comments, and he can't play now. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. You're probably playing both those guys. What about Mike Kosecki? Is Mike Kosecki odd man out now with the addition of Tyreek Hill, or is he like the sexy kind of like underneath? You know, got the two fastest wide receivers in fucking football. Now you got the underneath guy. You know, Kosecki's still a mismatch for undersized corners or linebackers. I, I don't know why I, I've never liked Gusecki. He's, he's getting into that. Uh, he's getting into that. Fucking. What was the guy's name from Washington that I hated so much? Logan Thomas. Thomas. He's getting into that range for me. There's something about his face, you know, <laughs> bugs me. Yeah. I, I'm not sold on Gusecki and it's not him as a player necessarily. It's also like the way that they use him. Like they, he could be a lot better if it was used a lot differently, but he's just not. What about you? Know what is two is does Tua tug of Iloa? Does he have some like, you know, I don't know, quarterback streamer flyer interest for either of you guys with all the weapons think, they added? Absolutely. Yeah, I like him. He's another one of my favorite second quarterbacks in two quarterback league. Um. I don't think I want to start him in redraft just yet, but he has potential to be really good. He's got a lot of weapons around him. Yeah, I actually think that he's going to surprise a lot of people. I know people are always, hey, this is a make or break year. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. And I think he's going to make. I think he's going to hit. Would you play two or would you play Trey Lance? Um, uh, Tua against Trey Lance against Chicago. I'm still probably going to take Lance over Chicago, but I'm playing the matchup. I'm playing the yeah, matchup. I agree. It's, it's not necessarily on a sense of talent because I think they're both in that same category. Yeah, I think Lance with the matchup and plus a little bit of rushing upside, it kind of uh, right, kind of easy at that point. Just this would week, maybe if it was a different matchup. Would you play Tua or would you play Justin Fields? Tua. I'm probably same go problem. With Tua. Same problem. Yeah, I don't want to play the crappy bears offense against 49ers defense. Yeah. As of right now, man, fields is, he's a tough play. 
he's a tough play just because it, he's all rushing upside, which I know is a good thing, especially when you got a dude that can fucking run like him. But against the Niners defense, it's going to be fucking rough. And I really, I really think that it's going to be rough. So I'm taking two of the weapons alone. There's just no weapons in Chicago for fucking fields, man. You got Mooney, and that's great, and that's it. Yeah, and you got Komet too, but Komet's not like he's not a game changer. You know, he's a solid tight end, catch the ball, but he's not gonna. He's not a Kelsey or Mark yeah. Andrews. I hear. You. I think Komet's gonna have a rough one, also, man. He's gonna get a huge, huge portion of Fred Warner. He's one of the best cover linebackers. Oh yeah, in the game. this week I'm, I'm talking bigger picture for right. Fields at that point. Because this week, I think he's out of the question. All right. Moving on. Baltimore taking on the New York Jets. Baltimore favorite at minus six and a half. Vegas has the over under 44. Give me the Ravens, man. I don't know. Jets. Are the Jets better with Joe Flacco? <laughs> Is that weird to say? I don't, I don't think they're better with Joe Flacco. Here's the thing, though, man. There's some interesting stuff going on with. And it's real life football. It has nothing to do with fantasy, really. What's going on with the contract negotiations with Lamar? It can go one of two ways, man. It can go Lamar's pissed off and he's going to go out there and take it out on the poor fucking lowly jets and just run it up on him. Or he's going to be way too cautious and not want to go out there and play and do his thing. And it's not going to look good. And I here's the thing that they will do in New York. Robert Sala is going to get his guys to fucking play. He's going to get his guys to play hard football. And that can be super tough against a team who needs to run the ball to be successful. Yeah, he puts up good. Robert Sala puts together some good defenses too. And that's always been the Jets strength for the longest time now. It's, it's an interesting, I'm still going to pick the Ravens, but it's interesting because the Ravens are also J.K. Dobbins probably won't play. It's probably going to be Mike, whatever his name is, and fucking um, Kenyon Drake, your favorite Kenyon running Drake. back. Yeah, exactly. And they don't really have a lot of receiving weapons. They have to run. I mean, they got Mark Andrews, obviously, and Bateman, which isn't bad, but they have to be able to run. I think the Ravens will still win, but I don't think it'll be a blowout or anything. Did you Did you pick the Ravens to win, Rome? Yeah, I got the Ravens winning. Um, on the Baltimore side of the ball, obviously you play Lamar Jackson. I think I agree. I agree with you, fish. I actually think JK Dobbins doesn't play this week. Um, and I don't want to play Mike Davis or Kenyon Drake. Cause I don't, they're both gross. I think they're going to cannibalize each yeah. other's production. They just aren't good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like cool. They may get more carries, but like you probably have a better running back on your roster. Would you play Bateman this week? You know, he's finally like the full-fledged wide receiver one on that team. I'd, I'd play Bateman pretty regularly until until otherwise noted. I mean, Got to throw to somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other side of the ball. Um, I think you play Elijah Moore. But Brees Hall, I think Brees Hall to me, it's a similar situation to Damian Pierce. Now, the problem is you drafted Brees Hall to probably be your running back one or two. But I would definitely keep my expectations fairly low. Um, he didn't look very good this preseason either. So yeah, it's it, the one good thing that I will say is w- looking at who, the track of who they cut when they they cut Tavin Coleman and they cut Lamichael Perrine. So it's really just him and and fucking Michael Carter. So it's, you've got two guys that are going to split it 
and I think Carter's going to take a, the load of the third down work or the, any kind of shotgun work that they have. And Brees Hall is probably going to be the, the down to down running back. So I think either one of them, you can either one of them. I actually think you can start Michael Carter gets a bump if it's a full point, but I'd be okay with starting either of them. I'm not super excited about it, but I'd be okay with it. You playing Elijah Moore? Yeah, I think Elijah Moore is going to do just fine. Yeah, I like Elijah Moore. I'm I'm on the same page with the running backs too. What about Garrett Garrett Wilson, the w- rookie uh, first round pick they just took? I'm Not yet. more inclined. Yeah, I'm more inclined to lean Elijah Moore. Um, I think Wilson brings an an interesting aspect to what that offense can be, but I think he's going to need Wilson to be there. He's it can't be Flacco. Flacco's what if secretly? The wide receiver to roster on the Jets is Corey Davis. It's Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios. <laughs> it's Denzel <laughs> Mims. Braxton Berrios. Didn't they is, trade him? Is like a poor no, man's. Uh, um, what's Bra- who's that guy? Wes Welker. That's a- Braxton Berrios is a poor man's Wes Welker. Very poor man. <laughs> Very poor the, man's. The, you might the be understanding the though there, Joshy. It could be. It could be Corey Davis. We all wanted Corey Davis to be a fucking thing. We all wanted it to be a thing. And he just couldn't stay healthy. I was excited last year. about him. Yeah, he's he should he should be all right too. We'll okay, see. moving on. If I can fucking find it, there it is. Chargers Raiders. Vegas has the over under at fifty two, so the second highest implied point total this week, with the Chargers favored at minus three and a half. Bolt up, baby, go Chargers! I picked them to win this game. They'll probably lose, but I pick them. Homer. <laughs> I picked the Raiders, dude. I'm picking the Raiders. I I don't know if they'll really win. It's, I'm really picking it because I said in our predictions episode that I think that the Raiders will win the division. And I think winning games like this is how they'll be able to do it, right? Because they always play competitively in the division. They got a new look offense here. You know, a lot of new players. I think they'll be able to just sneakily somehow, you know, Chargers will come out kind of flat-footed. That's just the way I, I don't know. Well, I'm going to go ahead wrong. and agree with you, Fish, because I think the Las Vegas Raiders are going to get this W. Last time they played, January 9th of last year, uh, or of this year, actually, they beat the Raiders beat them 35-32. to 32. I just think that the Raiders, they've In the playoffs, right? More. Or to make it to the playoffs. Might have been to make it to the playoffs. And yeah, I think yeah, right. there was some weird thing where they could have tied the game and they could have both went to the that's, playoffs. That's right. That's right. And that's then the right. Raiders were like, yeah, it went to overtime and the Raiders won. <laughs> like, Fuck that. We're taking this shit. Now, I, I think the Raiders are going to take it. I just uh, I don't trust the Chargers yet. I think that there's a lot of fantasy value in this game, but I think the Raiders are going to sneak it out. Well, and that, that defensive back ain't going to be playing. I'm terrible with defensive names. J.C. Um, Jackson. J.C. Jackson, yeah. yeah. But Khalil Mack is. Yeah, but it's going to be the Devontae Adams show. Joey Boza is. Derwin James is. Derwin James will be there. Chargers are winning, goddammit. I mean, they probably (laughs) won't, but I have faith. (laughs) They they very well could. It should be a good game. All right, fantasy side. I actually think you can play Derek Carr. He plays against the Chargers very well, especially with all the new added weapons. I would actually start Derek Carr quite confidently. Um, what about Josh Jacobs, man? Like 
they cutting him. They're trying to trade him. They didn't give him the fifth year. Do you think uh, Abdullah, Bolden, or White, or a combination of all of them eat into some of his playing time? Like, what do we do with Josh Jacobs? Well, I think that it can go one of two ways. Again, I think that they're either going to run his ass into the ground and move on from him, which I think they're going to do. But again, you're coming from an offense that you're coming from an offense that was, I mean, McDaniel's offense. So all of these running backs that are pass catchers, all I hear and all I see is screaming James White's name. And I think Abdullah is going to be, he's going to be a sneaky fucking play. I like, I like Abdullah this year. Yeah, I'd agree. I think you can start Jacobs this week. I'm, I lean towards Rum's uh, theory there. They're, I think they're going to run him into the ground. Even if they can trade him, they're going to run him into the ground. They're trying to highlight him, maybe try to get something for him later. But I like Abdullah early on, but I do, I sneakily think that Zamir White could be one of these guys later in the season that we're watching get a lot of carries. Yeah. Once Jacobs gets ran into the ground. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of like Brandon Bolden just because of the McDaniels familiarity with him at New England. And yeah, he's a good pass. He's a good pass catching back. He's kind of old though, but yeah. It's so funny. We're saying he's old. He's 32. He's younger than all of us. <laughs> but he's old. Anyways, you're playing Devontae Abs, you're playing your boyfriend Hunter Renfro. Darren Waller has been basically banged up since last year, but he's not on the week one injury report. Even though he was on the injury report all week leading up to recently, but he's been taken off of it. So you drafted Darren Waller to be your star tight end. So let him be your star tight end. That's fine. Other side of the ball, play Herbie, play Eckler, play Allen Williams. Gerald Everett's interesting to me, especially like I said, if you punted the tight end position, you know, could do worse. I agree. We'll see. We'll see how he pans out there. It's first year there. I like Josh Palmer. I don't think I'd play him this week, but I like him to be like, because, you know, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both probably going to get hurt. Hopefully it's not <laughs> long-term injuries. Don't say that to Josh. <laughs> Hopefully it's not long-term injuries for either of them, but they're probably You're going to say that right in front of my face? Son yes. of a bitch. Sometimes you need to hear the truth. <laughs> but Derwin yeah, James will I, run out there and trip on him and hurt himself as well because he's always hurt. <laughs> Oh, shit. Joey Bosa holds out for a bigger contract, even though he just got paid. <laughs> He's like, how much money I'm going to make on Twitch Justin if I don't Herbert, play football? Justin Herbert gets traded to the Saints. Stop trying to stop putting that out there. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you guys should have completed the 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 circle and took Philip Rivers when he was a just free agent. He, just wait till he hurts his shoulder, and then the Chargers are like, "No, his shoulder's done. It's over." Oh man. I don't like where this conversation's going. Let's move on to a different game. <laughs> Got the New York Giants taking on the Tennessee Titans. Vegas have the over-under at 43.5. Tennessee favored at minus 5.5. I'll still take the Titans, even though they're a very unsexy team. But they have a great defense. And I still think the Giants are very bad at football. I uh, I agree with you. I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans. We're, they're They're not that far removed from being the number one seed in the AFC last year. I mean, they're... They're still a good team. The defense, it's unsexy. Like, they've got nobody that you're like, yeah, yeah, that guy's fucking great. They lost the only guy that I would have said that about. They lost Landry. And it's like, there's nothing sexy, but they just get guys to fill 
their spots and what they need. It's it's Mike Rabel coaching guys up, next man up mentality. I think they're going to beat them. When you said Landry, yeah. did you mean Traylon Burks? Or they lost uh, A.J. Brown? No, no, no. They lost Landry on their, on their defense. I don't or know who anybody is. I don't like give that. a fuck about the defensive players. Maybe you goddamn should. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, Rome said that they're not sexy there, but you know what they got? They got a tit in their names, so I'm taking the Titans, too. I like mm. that. So, mm-hmm. I like that. All right. On the giant side of the ball, Barkley, just because he's so talented and he's going to get a lot of opportunity, but don't be surprised if his stat line ends like a Cam Akers game of three carries for zero yards. <laughs> I, I mean, he'll obviously be more involved because, like, what are they going to use? Matt Breida? So, you know what's funny? Is a lot, a lot of people are real you. high on Barkley. A lot of people are real high on him this year. And they're like, oh, he's so talented. But then they're like, oh, but Christian McCaffrey gets hurt a lot. It's like, well, so does this guy. Yeah. Yes, they've been. They've had a very, uh, very similar trajectory of careers. Yeah. Super great right in the beginning, and now injured for the last two to three years. We don't know. Yeah. I I am a proponent of Barkley this year. I wouldn't have taken him in the first round, like I've seen with my own eyes in person. But <laughs> I definitely second second round. I think there's upside to him. He he has the chance to be great. He's just got to be. Yeah, healthy. he could be the. He could be an RB one, easily, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I don't know. He did play. He did play thirteen games last year, and actually finished. I mean, he missed the middle part of the season due to injury, and he was still the running back thirty, um, in PPR thirty four in standard. But my question is, the Giants haven't gotten any better at football, right? So I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Barkley's very talented, but I mean, obviously you're going to play him. You drafted him in the first, second, maybe third round. So you are going to play him. Um, do you like any of the receivers? Tony Robinson, Galladay. I mean, Tony. Until I like he gets, Tony until too. Until he gets hurt. Until he gets hurt also. Yeah. I, I think any receiver here, you probably drafted pretty late and you might have a better option right now. Still. Yeah. Other side of the ball. Dude, fucking Ryan Tannehill, man, disappointed me last year. He was like my guy. He was my stud. And then what's funny, he was like quietly and horribly the quarterback 12 last year because he had like no good games. Just okay. He had okay games the entire season, which equaled the quarterback 12. But he didn't win you any games. And that was the problem. It pissed me off because I was so high on him. He's my Kirk Cousins is my Tannehill this year, but. Uh, Tannehill, I, I don't know. I'd probably look elsewhere. I actually saw a lot of leagues. Tannehill didn't get drafted in a lot of leagues. Mm-hmm. Well, he lost AJ Brown too, right? Like, yeah. You're playing Derrick Henry, obviously. Uh, Robert, Bobby Trees. We playing Bobby Trees. I'm interested. He's in wide Bobby receiver Trees. one. I don't, I don't think he's a wide receiver one, but we'll see how that goes. Well, he's the, the number one, on the Titans. I don't know. I, I mean, I think, I think the, th- I, they want it to be Burks, but. Yeah. I think I'd play Robert Woods as like a flex if I had to. Another one that you probably shouldn't have to play right now. The thing with the Titans, though, as I'm looking at their roster, you didn't draft any of these players to be your starter. You got all of these guys late. So just play the yeah. other guys. Yeah. I mean, just obviously, you play. Yeah, just Derrick Henry. 
until further. Correct. Titans are the Titans are easy for uh, fantasy analysis. It's like fucking Derrick Henry, and they don't all. need anybody else. Like when the Avengers were like, "We have a Hulk." The Titans are like, "We have a Derrick Henry." <laughs> yeah. Exactly all right, moving right. on. Got your Sunday night game: Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Vegas has the over under at fifty and a half. Tennessee favorite at minus two and a half. I'm sorry, not Tennessee. Buccaneers. I'm still going to take the Bucks. I think they're just a better football team. Dallas is a Dallas is they they remind me of the Chargers. They're just like a they're either like one of the best bad teams or a really good like the, one of the best bad yeah or like a good bad team like the best bad team or like a really good shitty team. Yeah, so it's, it's, I, I think the Bucks hard win. To put your finger on, and I agree with you. I think the Bucks win. Um, I'm interested to see how things go. Obviously, I've got a lot of stuff because I've been such. I'm dying on this fucking hill for Elliot. It's going to be a rough game, but I just want to see how he looks in comparison to the defense he's going to be playing. Yeah, it'll be interesting to against who's going to be playing. It's not going to look good, I don't think, but. I'm picking the Bucks. Also, look, I looked it up the other day. Without Tyron Smith, the Cowboys are atrocious. They're bad. I know it's one player, but sometimes that one player makes a huge difference. And the Buccaneers are better. But the left tackle is one of the most important positions in all of offensive football. It's arguably probably the most quarterback's the most important. But then it's probably the left tackle's the number two position, or the center. For offense, yeah. Yeah. But you need that blindside guy. Yeah, and and the Bucks are a better team. Like the Cowboys have got some injuries. They've lost some players. Like I think the Buccaneers Bucks win. almost made the Super Bowl again last year. And their team yeah. hasn't changed that much. It, they've gotten better. <laughs> they've gotten better. Yeah. Um for the Bucks, you know, you're playing your studs. The only thing is if Godwin plays, so Godwin is listed as questionable. I actually don't think he plays this week. And even if he does play this week, I probably still won't play him. I just, he, I mean, what did he tore his ACL, right? Or what do you have? Yeah. Something like that. I believe it was something like that. Yeah. And, and the other part of that, Josh, to touch on it, cause you, even if he plays, he's going to be on a fucking snap count. Like, I don't yeah, think they're yeah. just going to say, hey, you tore your ACL. Cool. Get out there for the entire game. That ain't going to happen. This is exactly why they went out and got Julio Jones, though. I don't think they expect Julio Jones to be healthy the full season. But a healthy Julio Jones for the first four weeks, or while Godwin gets back up to speed, is like gold. I mean, they also got Russell Gage. I don't think, I think, I think Russell Gage might be out also, but that would have been a good filler for, for Godwin, too. And now it just makes it a muddy mess with Godwin might play. Julio Jones probably will play. Gage, I don't know if he'll play or not. It's Mike Evans just looking really good this week. Mm-hmm. Love Mike Evans. I think it's funny. A lot of guys were kind of fading Mike Evans just because he's, you know, he's been in the league for a few years. But I think he's like one of the few receivers of all time to ever. He has had a thousand yards every year of his career so far. Correct. He's, so. he, he's a lot like. Larry Fitzgerald too, where he doesn't necessarily need to like use his speed to get open. He'll just catch it. Dude, he's six five, like two hundred and fifty pounds, and he can jump through the fucking roof. You guys realize that he he made a Heisman 
right? Johnny Menzel was not that good. Fucking Mike Evans made Johnny Menzel. He they should have given that man the Heisman. He's fair point. He is so good, and he has been since fucking college. I bet if we go back, he's in every year he's played major football, college or pros. I think he's had over a thousand yards. He probably had six thousand yards. He had six thousand yards in one year. Mike Evans pretty insane. fucking good. Play him. Um, what do you guys think of Cameron Bright? You know, Tom Brady likes the tight end. Bright's probably going to be the pass catcher. I guess if you're streaming, maybe. I have I to know. play him because I got a uh, injured tight end in another league. So. I think, you know what? I mean, historically speaking, Tom Brady does love tight ends. Bright's actually a good pass catcher. He's just, you know, for most of his career, he shared the field with someone else. And now, I mean, if you look, so back in 2016. Which he will be now, too. Well, for t- in 2016, 2017, he's the tight end, 8 and 11. Um, he played almost the entire season. You know, he had eight touchdowns, six touchdowns. So, I mean, the upside's there. He's, you know, he's another big guy, 6'5", 250. He's a big-bodied guy, and, you know, Gronk's gone. So. Yeah, and he's on an offense that's going to score a lot. I mean, he could do Dawson Knox, you know. But yeah, he, he also could get a touchdown or two. I like Cameron Braid this week, especially like, you know, again, maybe more of like a DFS best ball type guy because he's going to be dirt cheap. He's probably going to be low rostered in DFS. And like I said, Braid, what what have we said a thousand times about tight ends? You want a guy to get you 50 yards or a touchdown. And that's exactly what Braid is. True that. Other side of the ball, Dallas. Uh, I know you love Zeke. And does Tony Pollard have flex flex appeal this week? No. <laughs> See, I'd be, yeah, I'd be maybe I'd, a little. Bit I'd lean towards yes because he could catch passes, but I'm not thrilled to start running back against this defense at all. It's a good defense. It's a very good defense. Vita Vea's got the biggest gut in the NFL, and he's just going to lay it on top of the Dallas O line. Yeah, yeah. Without their left tackle, it's going to be. It's I don't know. But I mean, you're probably playing Dak, you're playing CD Lamb, you're playing Dalton Schultz. Yeah. This this wide receiver room is going to be interesting to see who, like right now they're saying it's Tolbert, but like there's a bunch of people that nobody's heard about that might have to get snaps. It's be interesting to see who makes out as the wide receiver three once Gallup comes back. They should trade back for Amari Cooper. <laughs> but is it too late? Is it too late to get him back? Yes. Playing with that rapist over there in Cleveland. Like, come on. Jacoby Brissett is not a rapist. He, I was going to say he will be, but then I was like, no, I meant, <laughs> I meant in terms of Deshaun Watson will be back. I know, I know. All right, your final game of the week, Monday Night Football Revenge Game. Russell Wilson and the Rydum Denver Broncos going up to Seattle. Let's ride. Let's ride. Vegas has the over-under at 44, which is gross. <laughs> And Denver favorite at minus six and a half. Um, last I checked, the Seattle quarterback was still Geno Smith, so I will take Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos to win this game. This is uh this is gonna be ugly. This is gonna be the the Denver Broncos by rape on the field. <laughs> it's bad it's gonna be bad, I think. When like, Denver wins forty nine to whole, three, <laughs> it's gonna be ugly. I, I just feel it's gonna be ugly. 
I think that Denver's offense is going to be too much. And Denver's defense is no fucking joke either. Yeah, I agree completely. Denver probably will win substantially in this one. So you're playing everybody on the Denver side. Now, okay, actually, my question, Melvin Gordon, he probably has some flex appeal this week just because, you know, it, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a straight up 50-50 share like it was last year between him and Javante. But, you know, like a 70-30, 65-35 maybe. Would you play Melvin Gordon or would you play Damian Pierce? Melvin Gordon. Did I ask you that? Oh, I asked you Penny. Rashad no. Penny. Yeah. And yeah, no, I play I, Melvin I'm, Gordon I'm playing also. Melvin Gordon. Would you play Melvin Gordon or Brees Hall against the Baltimore Ravens? Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right, go Melvin Gordon. Think about it. That's close. Dude, Melvin Gordon's been good always. They, they're doing themselves a disservice if they don't use him. That's true. Correct. Correct. I Look, I gave him a lot of shit earlier because he, he came out and said... Because he's a bitch? I, yeah, basically acting like a little whiny bitch. But... This I look I went back and I looked at his fucking stat line. This guy just gets in the goddamn end zone. His whole career he's gotten in the end zone. You're talking about in 16 10 touchdowns and this is just rushing. So 12 total. 17 8 touchdowns, but he caught 4. 18 10 touchdowns, he caught 4. 19 was his worst year, apparently. He had eight rushing touchdowns and only caught one. It's his only year under 10 touchdowns. He's going to get in the end zone. So, he, in my opinion, he's absolutely got flex appeal. He may not run for, I mean, the last two years in Denver, he's ran for damn near 1,000 yards and scored over 10 touchdowns. I definitely think he's, I still like him. I still like him a lot. He may be a little hey. disgruntled, too, so he might be playing with an edge. You hear that, props like betters? It. Take taking any time Melvin Gordon touchdown. Seriously. <laughs> it could happen. Other side of the ball for the Seahawks. I don't really want to play anybody. I mean, probably DK Metcalf just because he's a freak in nature. Yeah. I, I'd I, don't really, D- yeah. I like DK. I'd play Penny. If you play Lockett. Like, I, I'm not a fan of Lockett. This year, I'm I'm not. I think that Geno Smith is gonna he's gonna light up, fucking DK Metcalf, and and that's about it, and that's about it. And I I really think that Penny is gonna be a, a workload type guy until he breaks, and then they'll probably give it to Walker, who's also broken. Uh, I, oh God, I don't. I I put DK, DK for sure. Penny as a flex, I think is fine. I'm. Mm-hmm. I think that if Seattle wants to stay somewhat competitive, they're going to have to control the clock and run the ball. Uh-huh. I don't know if they'll be able to, but that just gives Penny a little bit of a boost there. What about OnlyFans? Noah Font, tight end. No, it's gross. Um, I don't know. Nah. I'd rather start Bright, dude. Yeah. You know, like they're yeah, kind of the same tier. Rum's yeah. nodding his head in agreement, which makes for great audio. I like. I'm just because I'm thinking. I'm I'm trying <laughs> to think about fucking what Noah Font is going to be with OnlyFans with goddamn Geno Smith as his quarterback. Like, what the fuck, dude? I, I love that Sneaky Pete was trying to act like he's totally fine with Geno Smith being their starting quarterback all year. 
He was just waiting for the Niners to cut Jimmy so they could have picked his ass up. And the Niners said, nah, fuck you. We're still going to pay him way too much money. Andy defended Drew Locke. You can't trust that man. I will defend Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke is so much better than Geno Smith, but I don't know. He's hurt, right? Something happened to him? No, he turns over the ball too much. It's because he threw like five interceptions in a game in the preseason against like third stringers. Hmm. So they're like, nah, (laughs) nah, never mind. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, he did get COVID for a little bit, but that's not why he's not playing. Yeah, but the COVID herpes isn't a big deal anymore. You still can't play if you got it, though. That's stupid. That's so fucking stupid. Just stop. They're pro athletes. They're the healthiest men on earth. Nuh-uh. Why, who's healthier than pro football players? Uh Long distance runners. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say pro other sport players. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Basketball players. <laughs> Unless you're Greg Odin. Maybe soccer players. They're all like small and healthy looking. <laughs> yeah, and they they run like nonstop in those games. So look at that. Just under an hour. I think we're yeah. you, you guys you got anything else you guys want to talk about? No. Nah. Yeah, fuck you guys. You know who to play, but keep listening to us and tell your friends. Yeah. Yes. I'll show you my tits. He does every nice. show. It's actually not even, it's not even hot up here. I just, you know, tits out. It's always, always got to have my tits out, man. It's football season, baby. Damn right. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, guys. We're going to cut it off here tonight. Uh, if you have any more start sit questions, anything like that, catch us on social media at Filthy F-Ball Show. Uh, get Rome at Big Rome FF and yeah. get fish at F football fish on Twitter. Ask us questions. We're here for you. We have no lives. I'm on Twitter all fucking day. <laughs> Goddamn, man. Uh, get us on Instagram at filthy fantasy football show. Gmail at filthy fantasy football show at gmail.com. And again, thank you so much. I love you. Best of luck this weekend. Hopefully you didn't start Cam Akers or Allen Robinson like I had to. But as all, <laughs> thank you for listening. King Josh, Josh the King. Big Rome. Fancy fish. Have a good one, y'all.